Hello, welcome to season 3 of Content Kettle. We are back again to bring you insider tips and tricks from some of the biggest brands and technology experts in the e-commerce industry. So let's dive into it. Hi Richa, welcome to Content Kettle. Hello, thank you for having me. Uh, so today we have with us an amazing entrepreneur, Richa Said, who is the founder of uh, Bliss Diamond. So Bliss Diamond is a brand that offers ornaments in gold and diamond. So they have a wide range of uh, designs and uh, a couple of them are Italian jewelry as well. So what sets them apart is the fact that they are a brand that gives you jewelry as per your wish or you know design requirement so we have seen in the past like you know my mom or maybe sisters and all who would go to the jewelry store and you know go and pick what's available there so you know maybe some small tweaks here and there would have been possible but uh, this is a brand that totally helps you with uh, customizing your uh, jewelry as per your requirement and then send it to you at your doorstep. So Richa, I'm curious to know where did the whole motivation come from and when did you start this brand? To start with, I am an engineer. I've done my B.Tech in computers. So then I worked for a year in Capgemini. But then uh, I thought that is something I don't want. That was something... I wished for, like, I wanted to work in some MNCs, but after working, I thought this is not something I'll do for years, you know? I would want something of my own. That is when it triggered that it is very important to have, uh, you know, something of your own, which gives you liberty to, you know, or maybe freedom to look after your family or be with your family and friends and roam around and you can work as well. So that is something what I wanted. So that is when I got the idea. Like I literally took uh, four or five months of break to think like, what can I do with my life, you know? But then, yeah, uh, this is when it struck. Actually, I didn't uh, uh, know anything about the jewelry part. I was never into jewelry. Like, we know girls are fond of jewelry, but I was never that girl who is fond of jewelry or, you know, uh, some cosmetics or something like that. But then uh, my father gave me this idea, like, why don't you start something like this? Then I did some research. And after some research, I think I thought I'll do better in this. Let's do something which gives me more knowledge. So I went for a crash course in diamonds. That, that is when it I was more curious about the whole jewelry designing part, crafting part. And uh, as days went by, I was more and more interested and I went more and more deep into it. And after the course, I was all ready to you know start my own brand. I was super excited to launch my own brand. And that is how whole process where I launched my brand. That's interesting. So yeah. why why did you think you would want to go into jewelry side? What was that trigger that made you feel like, okay, I'll get into jewelry? I think uh, jewelry in specific wasn't an idea. But once when I took a break after work, while I was figuring out what to do, 
uh, at that time we uh, me my mom and uh, me went to a our jeweler you know and who specializes in diamonds diamond jewelry especially so i i was curious because i didn't know about i was uh, visiting for the first time so i didn't know about like jewelry and diamonds and also i was curious so i asked a few questions to her like what is this how do you do this and all and then she gave me the idea why don't you start something like this of your own if you are this curious have do some research you can come to me i'll give i'll share some knowledge some experiences with you figure out what you want to do i even went to her for like 4 5 days she shared her experiences like this is what happens this is what will happen if you deal with customers this can happen if you want to go if you do this and you have to deal with carriers her experiences may made it more interesting then i thought let's give it a shot then i, I discussed it with my father and he said it's a good idea um, my whole family supported me even my mom was like yeah yeah this is something which you you know like from a long time something creative i am a creative person so i wanted to do something you know different so she's like go ahead with it give it a shot let's see so then i went to have this crash course of diamonds that is whole time where i got the idea no no this is something i can do with and i have i'd seen that this is something if i go to buy jewelry i would want something of my choice because it's obviously for the lifetime you wouldn't go matlab aaj you want to go for this earrings and then after 3 4 days you are like no 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 we'll exchange it or we'll you know after few years you will be like no i don't like this i will just discard it this is not something like that this will you'll have for lifetime so i would want something that it would be of my choice so that is when i got the idea of making it from scratch for people like other jewelers do have some some things here and there for customizations but i do it from scratch so that is when i thought this is something very unique crafting it from scratch and giving it to people of their own choice would be something different from what others do so that is where whole thing came into the existence makes a lot of sense so yeah. i see that uh, bliss diamond is focusing on a lot on different types of ornaments like you know you have this uh, earrings uh, finger rings bracelets and what not so yeah. uh, you know w- what goes behind coming up with a new category or new product on your store okay so with products like this you cannot have a specific like obviously starting from scratch starting from zero you need to have a whole lot of variety to attract you know clients you know that's the thought behind it that i wanted to cover each category of the jewelry aspect but then again i had to see the clientele their requirements the clients who would you know come and buy stuff from me what are the requirements you need to keep price range in your mind because this is something very expensive very luxurious so not everyone would go for you know lakhs of items people within thousands of uh, you know price range would be okay like 90% of them would be go would go for you know thousands of rupees 
but then yeah price range the designing part you have to be with the trend you cannot design something which is out of the world and you know not realistic or you cannot go behind the time where you know you bring uh, antique pieces but people would prefer something new so you have to be very specific and very choosy about the designs or collections you launch so those are some aspects i keep in mind to go with the trend and serve my client understood so selling a high ticket product online isn't a cake walk you know you have to convince your customers about the quality or you know because i've seen uh, you know uh, during the times when e-commerce started off people wouldn't buy jewelry online like you know just just pay a huge chunk of amount and buy it because there are many concerns maybe delivery or the quality or you know a lot of things when it comes to a small product clothes or shoes or things like that it it doesn't matter much but when you are paying something close to a lakh so it's people think people give th- give it a thought right so h- how did you go about building a trust in your customers and made them feel like okay we are genuine buy from us and you know you can pay up front you don't have to worry about the delivery or you know product not reaching to you nothing sort of that so h- how did you you know go about building trust with your customers and make them feel comfortable buying your products oh yeah it is definitely not a cake walk like it's very 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 difficult to convert client online and yes so first thing i did was launching my products i do have my own website I have when i launched my brand within 2 months i launched my website as well but uh, after a month i knew that this is not going to work like i had to work on brand awareness i had to gain trust i have to build trust in order to get orders from my own website so then uh, after a few days i listed my products on amazon and flipkart which is i think highly trusted e-commerce brands so that is something people would trust on amazon and flipkart rather than you know trusting on my brand like people would prefer to buy uh, products from flipkart or amazon rather than from you know from my website so i was like let's give it a shot i registered i listed products i had to campaign a lot for that i had burned lot of for advertising but slowly people do trust and buy products i did have uh, certificates for the jewelry which i also posted like with the pictures of my products i posted the certificate as well that is something which you know gains trust so that is one trick i uh, used and that gets me this far so yeah now i'm growing to be precise starting few like 2 3 years was difficult hardly we got, got orders but now we are picking up and very proud to say that that's amazing so yeah. when you told about burnt a lot on flipkart and amazon yeah. what was the marketing budget that you had allotted and uh, how much of it did you use and what was the roi or the matrix you kept a tab on that you know yeah this there are say this sales that are going to come out of this campaign or out of this uh, marketing spend can you okay. just dive deeper into it yeah so like, like this is my own brand so obviously 
I'm not comparing it with others, but for my, I have very limited budget for my marketing strategy. So I had to divide it between Flipkart, Amazon, uh, and Instagram and Facebook. So these were the four platforms I was running campaigns on. And per month, I used to burn 18 to 20,000 rupees. And that is something uh, initially I didn't get any response. So ROI would, I would be like zero. And then now that we are getting response, so we'll be uh, increasing our budget. But then, yeah, it took a lot of uh, time to, you know, come to this stage where you need to increase. Took a lot of effort. And we tried many different techniques, like we did trial and errors. And if this strategy didn't work, we went to another strategy. We hopped to strategies to strategies unless we got results. So, yeah. Understood. So you spoke about Flipkart and Amazon helped you build trust. Right. So I've seen a lot of other, you know, jewelry brands who uh, do like attend the pop up or, you know, uh, do offline events and, you know, do the groundwork, basically have an offline presence as well. Do you have anything of that sort or are you completely? I do have my offline presence at Rajkot, Gujarat, India, and uh, that is where I operate from. Actually, I do have my office. And then I do exhibitions, like I've done my exhibitions in across four cities, Hyderabad, Bhavnagar, Rajkot, Morbi. So these are the four cities I have exhibited my products, my work. But then again, COVID hit. So yeah, it was a end to the exhibition. And then I went online, like completely online. I increased my budget in marketing. Uh, having more campaigns and then operated from home i do have people who refer so i have orders coming from all over the world through references and it works through whatsapp so online is something technology has helped a lot that's what i can comment yeah interesting so when you say you are a brand that uh gives uh you know jewelry based on the requirements you know customization is the main usp here so can you help explain me the entire process of how do you go about taking a requirement to assigning it to a particular you know goldsmith getting it done and then delivering it yeah so as and when client uh, walks in so there are basically two categories of clients where people uh, their first category who wants it under particular budget on a particular price range obviously this is a luxurious product so everyone have their own price range their own budget for it so yeah that is one thing one category of people the other one uh, categorized into that they have want something unique they don't have particular price range but they do have particular occasion or particular design for their jewelry so the one who have their own budget, I show them designs or maybe they show me some designs and they, they are like, this is what I want. And, but this is what my price range would be. So I would work around that design to get that thing ready into their price range. Or if they select from my designs, 
which I have, which I show them, then they'd like, if they want to custom, I do have a ready stock as well. I do have 200 plus designs to display, to choose from. But then again, if they want something different within the same design, I design, design it for them. Yeah, and with the other category who have, so particularly they are focused on the design. So if they get satisfied with the design, I draw draw it and show it to them or they have some picture with them if they want to make some changes within it. First, I understand what their requirement is and then I work upon it. I take approval that this is what you want finally. If they approve of it, I make my goldsmith understand that this is what how I want. If it's a price range uh, restricted thing, I need to make him understand that this is this much of gold you need to use, this size of diamonds you need to use. So I I had to give uh, very specific instructions to the goldsmith. If I am customizing, because it is very, very sensitive that even if, you know, uh, one gram here and there, then the price range would vary like from 5,000 to 7,000. So that's a lot of difference. So I have to be very particular about it. Karigar then sends me the 3D design of it. 3D after approving it, it then comes uh, with the casting. I approve the casting. Then they have the setting of diamonds or stones or maybe gold, whatever the design requires, right? And then after the finishing, after finishing of the product. I just have a look with whatever, it's the same product I thought of. It's the same product client want. And then I give it for certification. Giving for certification requires 10 days. So in, in the laboratory, they check each and every diamond. Is it okay if it's damaged or not the quality I required? Then they reject the product. So that is very, my on minute level, you know, it gets screened out. So that is how clients build their trust. And that is how I get more and more of clients. So I'm very particular about it. So that's how the whole process goes about it. Understood. So do you take upfront payment when it comes to customization or do you do it and then take the whole payment? No, payment after like having discussed, after finalizing the order, uh, I take some initial, you know, token amount, okay. not the full. So token amount just to make it, you know, final on the final decision because, you know, you have, have to be very, I have, I'll do it from scratch. So if, and according to their criteria, so someone wouldn't want the same thing. So I cannot keep that thing in stock. So okay. I have some token amount. Yeah. So and then uh, pay a full payment after the de- delivery. Fair enough. There's this one thought that's coming in my head right now. So mm-hmm. I'm uh, recalling the instance when I used to go with my mom to a jewelry shop. Okay. So there used to be a thing, you know, for instance, if you're looking for a bracelet or something, uh, mm-hmm. the jewelry guy would also recommend you a finger ring or a earring along with it which has mm-hmm. similar design you know this goes well with it it could be a complete set or something and go ahead with that mm-hmm. have you tried upselling to your customers or you know cross-selling and if you have done what 
how did you do it and what are some of the strategies that you can use to do that online i've done it a lot of time like people come when come in with different requirement different criteria end up buying it something totally different like they do go through my stock i have my new collections every month so yeah they do come up uh, check out my designs sometimes they buy it there and there you know if they like it or uh, if they do have something in their mind some other requirement i suggest them instead of doing this you can you know uh, instead of buying a bracelet in that price you you can have earrings studs and a pendant with it so you have two things at a time instead of going for the bracelet there are some times where i suggest them what's the best because obviously everyone would go with a particular pricing so if they want to make the best out of it i would suggest you can you know do this you do this the they end up buying something else so that's how people get and most of the cases yeah people do end up buying something else interesting <laughs> something different from what they thought they, they would thought. want true true, yeah. true bringing this to a close uh you know if you had to give like five marketing strategies uh to anyone who is getting started what would they be give quality over quantity quality always speaks for your brand so there's no way that you can you know compromise on quality so that is one thing i've stick to from day one giving quality to people because this is something people you know work very hard and save up to buy just a piece of jewelry so i don't want their money to get wasted so that's what i think and uh, so always quality over quantity consistency would be second thing consistency for your products for your quality for your marketing strategy you know being consistent obviously if you are growing that's a good thing but you do not degrade from what you are giving that is one thing uh, third thing would be don't ever cheat people you know that will give you quick money maybe but not in the longer term matlab people would come once or twice you third time you will be caught so that is something never in my mind give genuine products give with quality so that is one thing you have to make your own strategies for marketing you only know what your brand is about you know your brand inside out so you cannot expect you know general marketing strategies to work for your brand you know where you want to take your brand so that is something you give in ideas you put in some efforts to what you want and be spe- product specific for the marketing that is one thing and yes about the packaging It, that is very important the other aesthetic things are very important as people you know first notices how your packages how your looks are about the packaging about the bag and we tend to get attracted towards those materialistic things rather than you know product so that is one thing i uh, prefer like giving out a premium product so you should also have that premium category of packaging and so overall the packaging the person you speak with the body language of yours should be in align with all the products or whatever work you do the professionalism 
that requires a lot of and that makes a lot of difference actually so that is something i would you know recommend amazing i'm sure you know people who are listening to it will find these uh, tips beneficial so well richa that's all i had to ask you today so thank you for taking out your time on a saturday morning and talking to us sharing your story it was great having you on the show thank you thank you for having me found this episode insightful follow us on spotify to listen to more of such conversations every week